shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. What's better than hearing the words of North Georgia Business Radio X? Well, hearing the beautiful singing song melodies from the Metro Atlanta Gospel Music Convention. Joining us today are James Barber and Cheryl Sumter of said music convention. James and Cheryl, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Uh, I am... I am excited to have you here i'm also a little intimidated james because your radio voice is so much better than mine but that's okay i'll move on uh tell us about the metro atlantic gospel music convention so what happened phil is i had a dream starting i don't know six seven eight years ago started thinking about how can we put together a convention and then about maybe a year and a half ago or so i started talking to cheryl sumter and charlie sexton and brandon pilot and all those have their own singing ministry cheryl sumter with divine three we're the barber family and then there's charlie sexton homecoming and then brandon pilot and the pilot family started talking to them said hey i've got this idea how i want to put together a convention for our area but i want to do it a little bit different than what most conventions are done most conventions are done they're going to charge you anywhere between 20 to 40 bucks a ticket and you come in and you sing and sometimes one thing that they do at singing conventions is they go on and on and on Mm. and, and when they do that group number five or six or seven nobody really wants to hear any more singing i mean there's only so much that you can talk about and sing about, and there's only so much that you can absorb. Sure. So that's one thing I said, hey, we want to just limit this thing to three hours, no more than three hours, and that includes announcements, bringing the groups on stage, and we want to do it so that we can bring in people that will be a blessing to the North Georgia area as far as gospel music, and we also want to have a program guide and reach out to the business community so that they can help sponsor this. And then anything that we raise above our expenses, we want to take and give to a charity. Fantastic. We, if uh, And the date of this is November 3rd and 4th. Yes, sir. So if you're out there listening and you say, hey, I love gospel music, or I just want to sponsor and be a part and get in front of this audience— where, if, if I'm a business person listening and I want to sponsor this, where can I go to participate? They can give me a call, 770-519-2828. Repeat, 770-519-2828. Or they can go to our website, barberfamilymusic.com. They can go to, Cheryl, what's your website? Our website's divine3ministries.com. So either one of those places, they can find us. And they can say, hey, I want to contribute to the cause because the charity that we've chosen for this year is pretty amazing. It's a real good charity, great charity, matter of fact. And it's Beyond the Ribbon. And what Beyond the Ribbon does is most everybody that volunteers their time in the organization, they have been survivors of cancer themselves. Wow. 
And so this organization, they will take and help cancer victims with a variety of needs. I mean, if one of their children needs a book pack or they, they uh, excuse me, backpack, or they need to take and get to the doctor's appointment, or they need some groceries, or they need their electric bill paid, they help in a variety of ways because when you're going through that journey, and I know because I went through it twice with my mom mm. and then with my dad, mm. when you're going through that journey, sometimes there's just needs that you have that if you haven't been through the journey, you don't realize it. Sure. And we might all think of the the things, okay, well, I've got cancer, I've got to do treatments, I've got to get down treatments. We might not think about time away from work and right. just less lessened income sure. from right. having to struggle through this. Yes, sir. Mm. So what what ministry have the Divine Three chosen, Cheryl? Well, we uh, we have been singing for many years, about 20 years. And, it can't uh, be that long, Cheryl. You look very well, young. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I have a face for radio. So. <laughs> no, no. Audience, if you could only see the lovely Cheryl, Aww. you would know that's not true. But well, thank you. Tell us about this ministry you have chosen, Cheryl. This is This is just a great event. We're looking so forward to having this on November 3rd and 4th, and it's going to be at Montgomery Memorial Baptist Church here in Gainesville. And uh, I think Friday night starts at 6 o'clock or 7. 7, 7 o'clock on Friday night and then 4 o'clock on Saturday yes, so we can get the service started and people can get home and get ready for Sunday morning worship. Mm. And uh, so we're just looking so forward to being a part of this great event and uh, just to raise money for this great cause uh, there's probably not anybody that's listening right now on the air that cancer has not affected them or someone that they love. And uh, so what a great time we will have and, and raising money for this great organization. We're looking forward to it, Phil. I love it. L- let me ask you this. When I think of gospel music, there's a certain kind of, you know, I hear it in my head. What is the definition of gospel music? What makes gospel gospel? Well, gospel means the good news. Right. So some songs, if we go back a few years ago, not the modern day, uh, many churches have gone with modern day praise and worship or more contemporary. But when you go back to songs like Amazing Grace, Mm -hmm. written in 1779, when you go back to those songs Mm -hmm. and you hear the message that those songs is talking about the grace of God or the songs like when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. Or we get to courses, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord, he healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. So when you get to thinking about the good news, the good news, and it doesn't matter what somebody's going through, there's usually a song that can help Uh, lift them up. For example, Cheryl and them, they have a song not on their current project, but on their last project project called sweet things all right out of dark places and so when you think about that it talks about how that god can come in and many times like when people's going through cancer or they're going through a loss of a loved one or they're going through the battle of their lifetime with some kind of health issue and somebody comes how that god can bring sweet things wonderful things out of this dark time that you're going through in your life I mean, just powerful songs that really reach into the heart and the soul and touch people. And it's not just something that is feel good. You know, mm-hmm. the, the thing is, is the feel, 
if you play country music backwards, you get your wife back, you get your dog back, <laughs> you get your car back, you get your pickup truck back, and you you, you don't lose your house. All right, uh, you play rap backwards, and you love the police, you love everybody, you don't hate anybody, you don't beat anybody. But regardless of how you play gospel music, forwards or backwards, the the overwhelming, resounding message is that Jesus Christ still saves and that one day we're going to be with him forever and ever. I love that. If I'm hearing you correct, then I might think of a particular sound with gospel or really a variety of sounds, but really it can be... The, the 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 particular musical accompaniment isn't as important as the message. Right, what sure. makes gospel? Yes, sir. The message is the is the main thing, and it's based upon the word of God. It's not, and so many things that God does for us. So many so many things. I mean, when I think about the goodness of the Lord. And all that, how he saved me, how he raised me, how he cleansed me. When I think about all those things, and that's kind of what the gospel music is all about. Uh, inside a gospel, you know, there's there's different genres, even in, you know, just like there's genres of music with country and rock and pop and folk. Oh, and let's pick right back up on those genres within gospel when we come back after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. one mission but attack it from various ways to meet the needs of all sorts of different folks welcome back to north georgia business radio x i'm your host phil benelli here today with james barber and cheryl sumter uh coming to you uh to speak with us about the metro atlanta gospel music convention right before the break james you and i were speaking about what makes gospel gospel which is the the message a and a a Christ-honoring, biblical-based uh, good news. That's that's the, the meaning of the word gospel from God's spell. And um, we were talking about there's different genres yes, within sir. that. So th- that was enlightening to me because I, th- you know, I think of a di- cer- certain genres when I think of gospel, but gospel encapsulates all sorts of different genres. Yes, sir. Matter of fact, they even have awards for people of different genres mm. of gospel music. For example... Some people like more of a bluegrass sound. And so we've got friends of ours, Eagle's Wings. They are phenomenal. And there's other, Dole Lawson and Quicksilver, all right? There's other good bluegrass-type singers, the Primitive Quartet, which just retired. They were more of a bluegrass. They'd have the upright bass. They would have the banjo. They would have maybe a mandolin, a, a guitar, but no piano. No drums, you know, just basically stringed instruments is mm-hmm. what they would play, and and so when they sing, they kind of have that kind of flavor, that bluegrass flavor, and then you've got black gospel, and then it's more uh, soulful when when you sing black gospel, 
And sometimes, I mean, for example, somebody may cut off in a black gospel and they may do some, can't nobody do me like, you know, and so kind of get that soulful flavor. Mm, I felt it. I felt it, James. And then, uh, you know, bluegrass is more like, um, when we all get to heaven on a day, you know, ding, 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 that's exactly right. And then, and then you've got um, country gospel, which country gospel is uh, similar in country music, except, you know, you don't lose your dog in your house and, and your pickup truck, but it's Maybe, all could about. you combine the two and it could be like. He saved me last night. I almost spilled my natty light. <laughs> Maybe you could you could blend country and country well, gospel. Well, 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 you, well you could. I, re- I reckon that would work. And I'm, I might have to write that. Yeah, yeah, man, you take that. He saved me last night before I spilled my Bud Light. There you go. You know. I don't know if we can do Bud Light anymore. That's why I went natty light, James. Come on, man. Uh, but anyway, you kind of use if if it's country gospel, you're going to have steel guitar in there, mm. but you're going to have a piano and usually drums, bass guitar. And then you've got modern day praise and worship. And that's where some people call it 7-Eleven uh, music because they, they say the same seven lines 11 times. Mm. And it goes over and over and over and over. And it's, an, it's almost like years ago, people that are my age and older, they will remember record players. And so when a record player would get stuck sometime, you'd put a quarter on there so it wouldn't get stuck on that same track. So it would actually <laughs> go to the next track. And so you get that. And then you get more uh, contemporary. And there's, in my humble opinion, there's great songs and all. Now, what we primarily sing is Southern gospel, but... I didn't even know we sang country gospel, but we actually had a number one song in country gospel All about right. two years ago, and they the Barber us, family they gave us this award for number one song in country gospel wow. music, and I was like, okay, then I reckon we do. But that song that they did it had a steel guitar on it, and so they considered it to be country gospel. What's what's the Barber family number one country gospel song? A uh, Garden of My Heart. Garden of My Heart. Where where can listeners go and enjoy this music? Well, are they, they go like Spotify or something, or your website. We we are on those different outlets, media outlets, but primarily going to our website, and then they can download a whole album, or they can download a track, or they can download um, individual songs. Now, one time, now this blew me away. I mean, I was tickled. I I was well, I was kind of glad they did it, but I was kind of sad they did it. They could have gotten all three of our albums at the time. We just come out with our fourth, and they could have gotten all three of our albums at the time cheaper than the way they did it. But what they did is they went and downloaded individual songs, <sighs> and then they downloaded certain tracks. And the next thing I know, they'd spent like seventy-five or eighty bucks, and they could have just got all three of our albums for like thirty. You oh, know, well. but I was like, "Well, praise Thank God, they the want to spend money with us." <laughs> you know. Oh, all right. So there's the Barber family, and I want to go listen to Garden of My Heart and and these other tracks. And then, of course, the internationally renowned Divine Three. Oh, yes. Uh, there are a number of of great groups. How did you choose of all the Southern gospel groups around? And are they all Southern gospel, or is there some 
country gospel or you know different types? Most everybody that'll be there is Southern gospel, but okay. there some of them may get, get in or do a sing a few songs that are country gospel. Gotcha. Right. Mostly what Cheryl and them sing is Southern, but she's got a song or two Praise that's more of kind of a country gospel flair. Mm-hmm. But what happened was, is when we got together with everybody, we said, all right, what groups do we pick? What are we looking for? Number one, we're looking for groups that can minister. We're looking for groups that are there, and it's all about the Lord Jesus Christ and God touching the audience, the congregants that are there. That's what we were interested in. So what we did is I submitted names, Cheryl submitted names, Charlie and uh, Sexton, and Brandon Powell, we all submitted names and said, okay, uh, how do we feel about this group? How do you feel about this group? And sometimes I may only know a little bit about a group, but then somebody else may have worked with them more. And so that's the reason when we submit the names, hey, what do you know about this group? What do you know about this family? Would they be good to fulfill our mission that we're after, which is one of the goals or the mission statement for the Metro Atlanta Gospel Music Convention is this, is that we want to bless the people who Mm. attend. Well, is that what these groups are about? Or are those groups about saying, oh, let me show you how talented I am. And so every group on there, and we all submitted names. It wasn't wasn't just me or Sarah or Charlie or, or Brandon. We all submitted names and said, what about this? Even for next year's lineup that we have, which is really good too, we submitted names and we said, what about this group or this group or this person? And if somebody says, well, I don't know, maybe we should steer clear of them because I don't know if that's what we're after, then you know what? We trust, I trust the other three people that are on the board. And so we said, we just steer clear of them. And then now we may revisit it, you know, a year or two from now and say, hey, how do you feel about this group, you know, and if they say, okay, I feel like they're doing what we want to do, what we want to accomplish, but all of those, and we got a mixture feel because we didn't want to just have Cheryl's group is a mixed group. Our group is a mixed group. And so we didn't want to just have mixed groups. So we got some, we got two male trios. Mixed genders. Right. Mixed genders, mixed group. Not mixed up about their genders. No, 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 no. Praise God, uh, we're not mixed up Cheryl, about that. As I, I think there, as I look though at the picture of Divine Three, I wasn't a math major, but there's four people. That's right. That's not. That's not what we're about. We're. It's who we represent. We represent the Father, the Son, and the I Holy Spirit. Gotcha. Yes. I gotcha. It's making sense now. Yes. And it fits in perfect because the one fell is a little lower in the picture, and that gives room for the three. Right. We could knock him out if we had to. <laughs> That's right. Hey, if people get too confused by our name, buddy, Just knock them out. you got to get out of here. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, this is fantastic. So this is something y'all do. You're so passionate about it. You're, 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 you're called to use your gifts to uplift people, and there's so much joy. Although it's not about you, and it's not about shining the spotlight on you. You get so much more joy and fulfillment by taking your gifts and talents and working together in your groups to, to serve him. But this is not the only thing you do vocationally. And we come back from the break. I want to dig into how you balance it all. Singing practice, writing songs, going to award shows, etc. After this break on North Georgia Business Radio X.
What makes this radio show host want to sing out a gospel tune? A great biscuit and gravy, I tell you what. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with James Barber and Cheryl Sumter, and we're speaking about the Metro Atlanta Gospel Music Convention. However, as we referenced before the break, all that you all do to put together the convention, of course, practice and write songs and do all this for your individual groups, you have to balance that with other vocations, and I referenced the the biscuits and gravy. Cheryl, you own the uh, North Georgia famous Cheryl's Grill. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about this delightful spot. I have a little deli inside a gas station in Turnerville, Georgia, in Habersham County. Uh, We have homemade biscuits and gravy Mm. and bacon and sausage and tenderloin and all all that good stuff, and then homemade hamburgers and stuff for lunch. You know, Bill, North North Georgia's premier audio engineer, and I, next time we have it, you got to bring us a biscuit. I he sure almost will. fell over in his chair when you mentioned <laughs> all that stuff. And they're not little biscuits either. Oof. These are cat head biscuits. They are delicious. I, I'm, I'm an experienced eater. Yes. Experienced eater. What time do you get there every morning? To 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So it's a breakfast and lunch spot. Yes. In Turnerville, Georgia. Yes. Habersham County. Yes. And so you're you're slinging biscuits and dogs all the first half of the day, and then and do you get any singing practice while you're in the kitchen? Listen, we sing all the time. All the time. <laughs> all, all the, the time. time. Yes. Did you? And so you did this morning. Yes, I made biscuits this morning. Whew. Yes, there at five a.m. One of my favorite jobs I ever had was when I was a junior in high school. I worked at McDonald's, so nowhere near the same caliber of biscuits. No. But I, that was like insanely early for me that I had to get there at, <laughs> at five to help the lady that opened McDonald's in Cleveland, Georgia, uh, defrost and bake the frozen biscuits. <laughs> yep. That was early, early, early for young Phil. So my biscuit recipe, when I, I had a little, uh, ran a little place in Rabin County, mm. my biscuit recipe was uh, best biscuits in Rabin County for 11 years straight. Wow. Yes. Mm. Do I have meetings tomorrow morning? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Had to make a trip to Turnerville. I'm telling you what. Go visit my mom and dad in Clarksville and then cruise on up cruise for a biscuit. On. That's mm. it. And you can't beat a good burger. No, this is, is fresh meat too, not fresh frozen. meat. Oh man, where do you get it from? I get it from Quality Foods. We get all quality our meats from Quality Foods. Yes, okay, fresh, not frozen burgers. Cheryl's Grill, and you know it's good when it's in a gas station. Quite yes. frankly, that's how you know. All right, so James, you are a business coach. Yes, sir. Tell us about that. So my wife and I have owned different businesses over the years, and one business that I owned was a pest control business, and that's where I met Bo. I had a pest control business, and then I sold it, I reckon, maybe 10 years ago or so. But I wanted to take what I had learned over the years because I had a business coach, and my business coach mm. is what helped me get to the next level to mm. be able to grow my pest control business to the place that I could sell it. So what I wanted to do is take and impart knowledge to other business owners and help them. And one thing that I do feel that's unheard of in the business coaching arena, most business coaches will charge you 500 to 5,000 a month, depending on the size of the business. But I wanted it be to be more so of a ministry base. I, I didn't, money's never 
meant that much to me. We've got a nice house. We drive decent vehicles, but that doesn't mean a whole lot to me. I want to be able to help so many people that by the time I check out of here, they have to have my funeral at Mercedes-Benz, all right? <laughs> and so many times that's one-on-one or helping these two over here and helping that one over there. I want people to fill a void in their life when I leave. So what I do that's a whole lot different than business other business coaches is I work for whatever's in somebody's budget. Mm. So somebody may pay me $100 a month, but I don't treat them any different than somebody who's paying me 2000 a month. Because it's most of the time when somebody is small, they need the help mm-hmm. because they understand, let's just say pest control, for example, they may know how to kill bugs with the best of them. I mean, they may understand everything about killing bugs, but there's a bunch more stuff, a plethora of other things that you need to know besides just being able to kill bugs. And most of the time when people go into a business, it's because they're passionate about it or they feel like, well, I'm tired of working for somebody else. I'll go do this on my own. And they like the particular thing, the killing of the bugs, the building of the cabinet, the hooking up the plumbing. Exactly. But they don't even know about most of the running the business part. Exactly. At one time, it's changed recently. At one time, the failure rate for small business within the first five years was 80%. Wow. It's about 50% now because there's so many different government things that kind of bail people out. But I want to change that. I want to be able to help people. And and kind of my bread and butter where I can step in to help somebody is when somebody just has the concept. They have an idea. They want to start a business all the way up to about $5 million, all right? Okay. When they get to $5 million, then they're at a place where they can afford to pay somebody good money. Mm-hmm. And But I don't want to... I don't want them to be hurt thinking, you know, man, I got to pay my business coach a thousand dollars this month and it's killing me. No, I got one person that's paying me a hundred dollars a month right now. And I, and I always tell my clients, if you need me, I'm a phone call away. I tell Cheryl that if you need me, I'm a phone call away. And I mean that it's not a facade with me. I'm not a facade person. I don't, I don't put on a mask when I see you at church and then I act like I don't even know you when I see you in Walmart. That's true. Okay. I'm the same everywhere I go. So I want to try to take business owners to the next level and whatever it takes. Now, if you go to XYZ business coaching company, they're going to take you through their whole program and they, most of them really want you to stay a client for life. They want you to pay them monthly. I don't want that. I want to get people. It's like this. We had two girls. But good Lord, after I got them grown, I didn't want them to stay. I want them to get on out of the house, you know, so me and Honey Bunny can go do what we want to do, you know. And so that's kind of how I want my business clients. I don't want to keep them forever. I want to maintain the friendship forever, but I don't want to keep them forever. I want to get them up to a place where they can be making the money that they want to make. They want to enjoy the freedom of their time. And something else that I try to help people with is putting harmony in their life between six big F's, okay? The six F's, number one, faith. Now, some people may say, well, I don't believe in God. And some people will say that, I don't believe in God. But when they're driving down the road and they're about to hit somebody, it'll be like, oh, God! You know, well, all of a sudden, they're calling on somebody they didn't believe in, you know? So, but 
whether you believe in God or not, you believe in something. Sure. All right. And then um, spending time with your family, because it doesn't matter, Phil, if you're a billionaire, but you've lost your family on your journey. It doesn't matter. Okay. Mm-mm. And then your field, which is which is your business or or your job, if you work a job, but your business, uh, your finance, fitness, and fun. Too many times people will spend all their time working on their business and they'll neglect their health. And then all the money that they've amassed, they turn around and spend it back on their health just trying to stay alive. That doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. You tell them the recipe for good health. Go for a walk every day. Cheryl's cat had biscuit twice a week. That's exactly right. Listen to some good gospel. (sighs) Come on now. Well, I got to tell you something. Remind me to tell you. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures that I found this year in the Bible when we come back, and it, it relates back to Carol's. <laughs> to uh, Carol's biscuits. biscuits. Carol? But one Cheryl. Thing, <laughs> I call Carol? her Carol, too, because she said Cheryl. Carol, whoever you are. <laughs> I thought we were friends, James. <laughs> Cheryl. <laughs> I could, he's a phone look, call away, whoever you are. Yeah, he's right. a phone call away. Look, Cheryl, friends' names is not one of the six Fs. <laughs> right. Okay, that's a seventh F. <laughs> that's right. There's none of that in friends business names, coaching. We're going to add that. All right, you got to have your health, you, you have your fitness, fun, finances, field, family, faith, and remember your friends' names. Yeah, yeah that, that would kind of help. Right, you need to make that. We're going to pick back up with that. Uh, after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. What's in a name? Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with James Barbel, Barber and Barbel. not Carol Sumter. We're messing up all this. Not Carol, but Cheryl Sumter. And um, we're just having fun today. I tell you it's what. It's awesome. It's a good time. And we imagine, this is probably better that we did not have a cat head biscuit because then we, we would be not so perked up. Right. Not so, not so peppy. Well, I drinking. had one this morning. You had one, and yes. you're ready to rock. Yes. Maybe we should have had. One. We're the ones messing I up, James. Yes. She didn't have one. She or she did. She's on top of it. Mm. But they're closed for the day. We'll have to wait till we tomorrow. Are. Yes. Well, um, before we we wrapped up the break, I love what you were mentioning, James. Is that with your uh, business coaching customers, you you you're coaching them on their business. But it's beyond that. It's not just how can I get uh, more revenue or more net income. It's how do you have your you run your life the way you want versus having your business run it. And I love that. And those those six F's of your faith, your family, your field, your finances, your fitness, and your fun. fun. Mm-hmm. Because the fun is where you recharge your batteries. You yep. recharge yourself. And what I do is I get everybody to have everybody to set goals, at least one in each category. But what happened, I don't know, a few years back, 
I'd gone to bed. I, I usually don't go to bed to somewhere between midnight and two o'clock in the morning. But this he's one of night, those guys, Cheryl. Yeah, and then he texts me at eleven o'clock, knowing I have to be up at three <laughs> thirty. Yes, I do. Sometimes I forget. I in just, the middle of the night, yeah, Carol. Carol just uh, thought of something. <laughs> that's right. She, I'm like, she'll read it sometime or another. <laughs> but, but I go to bed about eleven, and as soon as I go to bed. Wow, I get this concept. I'm like, okay, I got to go put that down. My wife said, what are you doing? I said, I got this idea. I got to put it down before <laughs> it leaves me. So many people use the acronym SMART when they're setting goals, but God gave me the acronym of ACTION. Mm. So the A stands for, is it achievable? The C, is it current? The T, can you bind it by time? For example, people say a fitness goal, I want to lose weight. Well, guess what? You're going to lose weight when you die. But do you want to wait till you die to lose weight? You got to bind it by time. The I isn't important to you. It may be important to my wife that I lose weight, but if it's not important to me, I'm probably not going to really work on it. And then I'm amazed, uh, Cheryl, that there are some things I didn't know I was allowed to have things that were important to my wife and not to me. Right. Jeez, I might need to get some James You better get on it. That's right. He's a bold man. better call him up. He's a bold man. All right, sorry. Important to you. What's the O? And the O is oscillate. Will you not oscillate like the oscillating fan? Change back and forth. Mm. I worked with a company one time, and about every two months, they were changing what they were going to do, changing their strategy. And I finally said, you guys are nuts. I'm out of here. Mm. All right, I, I can't operate like this. Okay, we got to pick a path and go down that path, at least for a little while. And then if we realize it's not working, then we maybe change strategy. But it's every two or three months they were doing this drastic overhaul. And I was like, good night. You people are driving me crazy. You got to finish your slaw dog before you order a cheeseburger. You right. know, am I right, Cheryl? You- <laughs> yes. And then the end is, are you willing to start now? And so what I do is, let's just say, for example, someone has as a faith goal, they want to read their Bible through in the year. Well, there's 1,189 chapters. And if you divide that out, it's about three and a half chapters a day. So I tell people, if you'll read four chapters a day every day, that in a year you can finish reading your Bible. And I got a story about that one. Me and my wife, we have that as a goal every year for probably 25 years. Me and my wife, and then when my mother-in-law was here, we all three of us, we'd read, read our Bible through every year. And so this year, about February, we just finished eating. I pick up my Bible. I start to read and I start laughing. And she said, what's so funny? And I said, baby, I'm going to be a worshiper of the Lord this year. She said, what do you mean? I said, listen to my new favorite verse of the Bible. The first 11 words in the King James Version of the Bible for Psalms chapter 22, verse 29 say this. All they that be fat upon earth shall eat in worship. Right, there I'm you go. I'm going to be a worshiper this year. <laughs> so I tell <laughs> people, you can put on your, your... See, people like to do this dieting thing. And and I thought about dieting. But, yeah. but the problem with the word diet is the biggest portion of that word is die. Here's the deal. People who want to go on diets have never been to Cheryl's. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. But you eat them cat heads biscuits, they'll stick to your ribs. I mm. guarantee you they will. They'll put the wobble in your walk. That's exactly my right. My goal was to lose 50 pounds before my 50th birthday. And uh, I was thinking of that this morning. I was like, Cheryl, you said you were going to lose 50 pounds before your birthday. So I have one week from today to lose 50 pounds. <laughs> wow. So don't think that's going to be achievable. No, I mean, I haven't had any high school wrestlers on the show to get any tips from them on how yeah. they do that for weigh-in. But. Yeah. Can't have too much of a great thing, sure. No, I know. Mm. 
Well, if you did, then your clothes wouldn't fit right for for this if you lost 50 pounds. Right. So, well, it, it, uh, I like that. Achievable, current, bound by time, important to you and your wife. Because if it's important to your wife and not to you, it won't happen. But if it's important to you and not your wife, whew. Right. Uh, (laughs) You don't want to oscillate. That's true. And are you willing to start now? Now. If you want to, so, and hey, if you want to lose 50 pounds, you can start now. Yeah, but it won't happen in a week. It won't happen in a week. That's okay. But even on that, being a fitness goal, some, what I have people do is not only write out the goal. What's your goal? Okay, I want to lose 50 pounds in 10 months. So what is that? All right, 50 pounds in 10 months, that's five pounds a month. So that's the goal. You've written out the goal. Now, how do we accomplish? So I have people write an action plan to make that goal come to pass for each one of their goals. So, for example, weight loss. You might take, and um, the easy way is to take the battery out of the scales. That's the easy way to do it, all right? Um, But then you might take, and you say, okay, I haven't been going to the gym. So I'm going to go to the gym two times a week for an hour each time, and I'm going to work out at the gym. So you test and measure. If after two weeks you've lost three pounds, you keep it up. If you've maintained or you've gained, then you may cut carbs by 50%. You know, So it's kind of a test and measure. Sure. And so if after the first month you've lost five pounds, six pounds, seven pounds, you know your plan is working. If not, you revise your plan, but you stick with your plan. Too many times. See, this is a reason that the gyms are full beginning of January because everybody's got a New Year's resolution. I want to lose weight. Well, you have to keep moving forward. You have to keep taking steps, and you might have to stop and tie your shoe. You might need to think about do I need different shoes? I don't know, but you got to be moving in that direction to the finish line. No matter what, you got to embrace it. It's going to be hard. There will be times I don't want to step forward. Right. But you got to keep going. It's got okay. It. Change your bandana that you're wearing on your head. You know, refill your water bottle. You can make adjustments. Right. And but you got to keep going and, forward. And you have to keep with the plan that you set forth. And if you set forth the plan, it's amazing. When people set financial goals in their business, when they put that out there and they put the plan that I need to do X, Y, Z to hit this financial goal, most of the time, when they follow their plan, they surpass mm. their financial goals. Mm. They don't just hit them, but they surpass them. And and too many times, people, the gyms are full in January. Um, about the middle of January, about half the people are there. February, it's just the normal people who always go out, work out. I play racquetball usually two or three times a week. So I see this every January. Man, you can't hardly find a parking place. Come February, I can get almost any parking place that I want to go when I go play racquetball. Why is that? Because it's a New Year's resolution or it's a goal, but I didn't make it fit the action criteria, and I didn't set an action plan to make the action goal come mm-hmm. to pass. And you got to keep looking at it. I have goals I set every quarter, and there's a big difference from when I have them and every morning I look at them. Mm-hmm. And think about them and plan on what I'm going to do to achieve them versus when I write them and don't look at them for three weeks. That's exactly right. Whew, got to keep it in front of you. Yes. Mm. Mm. 
Well, this is powerful stuff. I've had so much fun. Uh, I I don't. Before we wrap up, I want to remind everybody uh, to check out the Metro Atlanta Gospel Music Convention, November third and fourth, to be held at Montgomery M- Memorial Baptist Church in Gainesville. You get to hear the Divine Three. You get to hear the Barber family and so many others, and all proceeds go towards a great cause. Thank you so much, James and Cheryl, for joining me on the show today. Thank you for Thank having you, us. Thank you, Phil. Have a great show on the 3rd and 4th. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time, and remember to support our local businesses.